Welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Belly of the Bees. We are looking good and cooking good. One more time for everybody. I am Brandon Lou, Brandon Lou. And I'm the mighty Alicia. And I am excited. Yay, I'm glad your excitement is back. Yeah, I'm 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 so excited. I'm like, <laughs> and, and maybe it's because I've been quarantined for so long, but this is the most exciting part of my day any time I get to do this. Aw. <laughs> Aw. You know, um I, I don't I, I I hope you feel the same way. I, I do. I, I like podcasting. I um I find it a little cathartic. Uh I enjoy doing it. I also feel good that we have a nice schedule going. Uh, it's good to feel like you're not betraying the audience. Yes, it's nice. We we had our two months apart, it felt like. Ugh, we're so sorry. Like, coronavirus ruins everything. That's really the moral of the story. Yeah, but now that we're back and we have a nice flow to things in our new studio. The, the <laughs> yes, as promised, we are definitely still gonna drop you episodes on the 15th and the last day of the month no the 30th of the month we decided that that was my goof last time i thought we were doing it on the last day of the month and i didn't release the episode in time my apologies for that as well we are in a new studio i the mighty Lisa, have been doing many renovations in my room and so um we are in this fabulous wide open new space with a lot more privacy for which i am thankful we yes. should probably lock the door Oh, okay. Nah, we're, we're maybe we'll, that, we'll leave it. We're saying that because the dog has made a special appearance on our show. Oh last my week. goodness, the dog! <laughs> <laughs> Max made his debut appearance on Belly to Beast, barking in the background. Yes, and you can definitely hear him. And I, you know what? These mics just confound me because sometimes they. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, they're picking up stuff in the background. It's, it's bad. They can hear it. And then, like, nothing shows up in the mic. And then other times, there's stuff that's so far away, I'm just like, yeah, it'll be fine. And then it shows up in the finished audio. And I'm just like, yo, why do you hate me, Audio Technica? <laughs> like, yo, what did I do to you? And, like, it, share the episode if you heard my dog barking in the background. I, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. share it. Share it anyway. For dog lovers everywhere. Uh-huh. You just hear a little, yo, 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 in the background. That's, that's Max. Part of the fun that I've been having is also sharing certain things uh, on our social media pages. Of course, you can reach our Instagram and our Twitter at Belly of Bob. And you can find us on Facebook at Bob's Beast. So just look up Belly of the Beast. Right. And, and the, the page will show up. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've had fun with is sharing questions with you guys, getting uh, your feedback, also sharing information that I might find. And one of the things I came across was a uh, pizza chart, and it was saying, "Was it a pie chart?" No, it was a it was it was a map. Missed opportunity for a pizza pie chart. For a pizza pie chart. Like, come on, it was uh, it was right there, so close. It, well, you should have just made the joke. Thank you for setting me up. I'm sorry I failed. The, the, the joke was... The, but <laughs> It's not your failure. It's the failure of the people who made it a map instead of a pizza pie. No, but it was a map of the United States, and it was showing the favorite fast food chains of the state. 
And as New York City residents, we took exception to the New York State popular fast food chain, Sabaro Pizza. Like, Sabaro's. I haven't even seen a Sabaro's anywhere that I've ever eaten pizza since I was a child. Like, I used to go to the Sabaro's in the bottom of Greenacres Mall out in Valley Stream with my dad. That's what I remember. And I, I admit, I did think that it was like the best pizza in the world. But like then I grew up and I had Sabaros again as an older person because they closed the Sabaros in that mall. And I stopped taking mall trips with my dad. I started going to the mall on my own. I was grown. Mm-hmm. And I tried Sabaros again. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Sabaros. Yeah, formative memory with my dad. Yeah. And then I tasted it and I was just like, mm, why is this La Garbage? What's <laughs> going on? I've never liked Sabaros. Um, I feel like only people in upstate New York care for Sabaros. And if you're like a native New Yorker, I'm sorry, upstate, you don't count. Oof. We also don't know where the capital of New York is. It's Manhattan. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you guys don't like. You... So it's not Albany. It's no. Not, no, we are the guys. No, fuck Albany. Where even is that? <laughs> Have you ever heard of Albany? <laughs> no, the capital of New York is. New York? 42nd Street. 47. <laughs> it go the capital extends from 34th to 42nd and then it's done. All right. So the Manhattan Manhattan is the capital of New York. Yes. Good to know. Like <laughs> you know you're in the capital of New York if a person in an Elmo suit this comes up to you and tries to offer you oh, favors. Mhm. Oh lord. Yeah. That's wow. how you know you're in the capital. I wow. Where the fuck is Albany? Battery and Park is not to there. Hear any different? Battery Park is not there. But is the Statue of Liberty in Albany? No. No. So it doesn't count. Uh, and to any of our listeners uh, in Albany, uh, get over it. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I've been to Sbarro a couple times, but I think I only had pizza there once. I've never had pizza there more than once any other time that i was at sabaro i was getting like pasta or something like that a tragic mistake and it probably that probably wasn't good either i've blocked out all food memories of sabaro but (sighs) i understand that if you're outside of new york city your options might be limited and so maybe sabaro's the best they got in 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 upstate i don't know um and that's heartbreaking because i'm i'm just a new york street corner pizzeria kind of guy um, yeah, we've yo, had, the, we've had yo some those gourmet. dollar pizzas be like, and I don't mind going to any to these like, uh, I guess I should call them luxury pizza places. <laughs> like, like there, we've there's had some our pizza luxury places. pizza. They, they, there's some pizza places out there that are a little more upscale, and they're nice. But I don't really think of them like when I want to get a slice of pizza, like the New York slices. Uh, important. Yes, yes. The New York slice is its own thing. Like, yo, I didn't think that the New York slice was its own thing, folks. Yeah, I it's... really didn't because I've lived here my whole life. But then I went to Georgia. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face. I really went to Georgia and I spent something like two weeks in Georgia. And my friend, bless his heart, his name is Tishuku. 
um, my friend was just like, oh, you want to order some pizza? And I was just like, yeah, man, I'm down. And like he and his partner like went in. They were just like, yes, we know the number of the greatest place, the greatest pizza place in Georgia. They deliver to us. It's amazing. This pizza is going to knock your socks off. And I was just like, oh, well, yeah, order it, do it, be it, experience it. I want that. And then they ordered this pizza and it was regular ass pizza. (laughs) It was regular. And you know, I'm eating it. And like, I'm a New Yorker. It didn't strike me as especially good or especially bad. I just ate it. And they were just like, like, what do you think? And I was just like, yeah, it was all right. And they're just like, (laughs) it was so funny. And then Tashuku turns to his partner and is just like, see, this is what I'm talking about. It's only all right because we're from New York. And I'm just like, what, what is the problem? (laughs) You know what? An all right pizza from Georgia might actually be a really big deal. This is the point that he was making. He's just like, you, this is the best pizza in the area. And it's only all right, according to your standards. This is a run of the mill, not special, basic pizza in New York. And it is the best pizza in the area. All of the pizza in this area is whack. And I'm just like, wait, pause. So you mean the pizza here on average is worse than this? The pizza outside of New York in general is worse like there's places that have their own variation of pizza you know Mm. there's the chicago deep dish uh st louis has their own style pizza there's places that but the new york slice no st louis made pizza yeah but the new york slice uh uh it we we even have our own internal battles like the brooklyn Really, uh, very much thinks that they are like the capital of pizza, and it's the, it's normally the Manhattan slice versus the Brooklyn pie. Well, uh, Brooklyn does have I forget the name of that place. It's a, um, like Beyonce's favorite pizza store. I used to work right around there. It's like, I Rosie's or something. I really forget the name, but like, Brooklyn does have some like pizza. But uh, I, I have some buddies in Florida, and the way they've explained it is you can't get good pizza there. Like, pizza's not even, like, really a thing you could just get in Florida. But wherever Florida? you there are pizza places, you can't really get a good pizza there. Florida's because like the, goddamn backwater. The, the water, it's funny you say that. The water there uh, there doesn't make for good pizza dough. Yes, I was going to comment on that. New York has hard water Mm-hmm. Yep, and it makes for good pizza. Like apparently, our breads, a lot of our breads, secretly suck because of our water down here. But not the pizza dough, baby. You know, and, and I don't know what to say about that either, because I'm I don't want to turn this into uh, a, a bread bagel. discussion. Yeah, it's not a it's not it's not a bread discussion. But you can't get a good uh, bagel outside of New York either. Like bagels are is that very true? much a New York thing. I'm sure you can find bagels elsewhere, but bagels very much the... the That's madness. So if I wanted to leave New York and open the ultimate bagel shop, I would have to get New York water? I'm not sure how it would work. I've never made bagels before myself. Now I'm about to start the aqueduct. But look, there's a very strong Jewish community here in New York. Yes, bagels. And Yes, uh, Jewish people. And there's a lot of bagel... uh, There's a lot of bakeries and... Uh, places that specialize in making bagels. So even our run-of-the-mill bagels are like 
okay comparatively to elsewhere. Oh my goodness. I don't know what I'm going to do. I d- I'm going to leave New York eventually, but it's just like, you mean I won't be able to get a good bagel or a solid slice of pizza when I'm on doula? <laughs> uh, yo, being industrious and being able to cook is so difficult. There comes a time. There comes a time. Okay, I'm going to stop. Um, when you just have to make your own food, like it, it, it kind of, sucks a little bit being able to cook so well because it's just like you taste things and you're just like oh this is all right but I feel like I could make it better and then you go home and you write and it's just like Ugh, I don't want to work just feed me good food lord well all this discussion about bread and and pizza it did lead to something I wanted to honestly have pizza like every day of the past two weeks and just compare pizzas. But I, I just don't like ordering out food. <laughs> Yo, we've so epic failed on that. But we did order pizza at least once. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I caved. I, I did something that I didn't want to do. I got Papa John's. And that's partially because we've tried using uh, an app called Slice which is similar to Grubhub or Uber Eats, but it's in support of local pizza places, so you're supporting your local businesses. Like, it does pizza exclusively. Yeah, it's, it's just the pizza shops, and I appreciate that. The trouble is, in my experience, the pizza places that I've ordered from in the area that we are currently located, the pizza's only okay. The pizza's even bad sometimes. And Yo, I remember that pizza I got from Slice that was bad. We it got, was, we got a it pizza was too from, wet. We got a pizza from Farmers. I'm calling them out. Farmers Pizza on Farmers Boulevard was garbage pizza. Yo, you live in the hood. You, you know exactly where this pizza store is. And it's a shame. Like, they've changed hands so many times. Like, their pizza isn't even their pizza anymore. And we ordered some pizza from there, and it... Like, the pizza just tasted like it had been dropped into a puddle. Like, it, ugh. It, it, was, it was terrible. It was wet. Like, it was just, like, texturally, it was horrific. It was just bad. Like, I, I used to be 300 pounds, folks. I have never, ever, ever in my life turned down a slice of pizza until that day. I think I got about six bites in. And then I was just like, yo, I don't want this anymore. What I, the firmest part of the pizza was right near the crust. So I ripped the crust off with about an inch of pizza. I stuffed that with the pepperonis and I left the whole rest of the slice alone. And even that was just disappointing. It was chewy and wet and just, it, it just, it tasted like, they were heating the oven while the pizza was already in it. And so it didn't get that like flash cook thing that it's supposed to do. Like you're supposed to put pizza in when the oven is like hot, hot, hot. Right. And like it's supposed to cook up pretty fast. And I feel like they were like, oh, let's preheat the oven and stick the pizza in. It'll be fine. No, it was not fine, folks. I think on that day we had ordered a we were trying to do a half and half because you and i don't always want the same toppings um 
we were getting for you, I think, a pepperoni and bacon slice. I love the pepperoni and bacon slice. And they somehow managed to mess that up. Yes, they merged the pepperoni and the bacon all over the pizza. I think also I had gotten on my half, it was supposed to be half, on my half was supposed to have mushroom, I think. And some of my mushroom was on your side of the pizza. It's like, I oh, what don't happened? like mushrooms in my pizza. What happened there? It was just really bad experience. Super bad. So this is why I went to Papa John's this time. I didn't trust any of the local spaces by me. There's one that Alicia has told me about that doesn't even use the... It doesn't use any of the apps. Mm-hmm. So you would have to go there. Oh. And I don't know if they're open or not during... Uh, this pandemic right now, so I didn't mess with them. I didn't go try and discover it. That place is called Gabby's Pizza. They are certifiably the best pizza in Queens. Do not at me talking about the margarita pizza on Jamaica Avenue, folks. That pizza is just cheap. Oh, wow. I think my favorite pizza place is in the Lower East Side. It's called Rosario's. I don't eat there often, but when I do eat there, I always enjoy it. Nice. Um, Gabby's Pizza has been personally reviewed by Rachel Ray. Um, Gabby's Pizza is located in uh, Hollis Court, which is near enough to my place so that I feel like they should deliver. But the last time I called them, which admittedly was several years ago, they said, nah, fam, we're not delivering to you. You want some pizza, you better come pick it up. And I'm just like, how snooty. But, like, I was tight because, like, it's Gabby's. Um, They are open during coronavirus and they are delivering they're not on any delivery apps though which i think is a mistake from a business standpoint well you know what maybe it's not i've heard tell that the delivery apps lose pizza places more money than they not pizza places lose restaurants more money than they than they make them so I guess Gabby's is smart for not being on delivery lap apps, but I hate it because I can never have Gabby's pizza. I don't have the whip. I'm not taking the bus down there to grab some pizza. You're bugging. And the more you talk about it, the more I want it. Like it's 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 something where I'm tired of not experiencing it for myself. We're gonna make that when this reopens. When, when we're gonna make this trip one day. It's open. It, okay, you've heard it here folks (laughs) it's going down you can only get takeout from there but they are open Uh, i'm down for this takeout trip i'm gonna make this happen i will get back to you with this information okay in a future episode i'm down with this because i like gabby's pizza that said ordered from papa john's and i decided to be daring it's not that daring i just wanted there's there's a debate it's funny how divisive pizza can be you know, where's the best pizza? Only it, amongst New Yorkers. I feel like everyone else just universally agrees that their pizza is lame. <laughs> but uh, there's there's a topic that's, you know, it's it's not a it's not an obscure topic. It's everyone knows the question, and it's how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? And as an American. I feel that you have the right to eat food however the hell you want to eat food. So I've never been on the, no, you can't put pineapple on pizza, you sinner. And <laughs> I was firmly in the pineapple does not belong on pizza, your sinner camp. But I've actually, even though I supported it, never tried it out for myself. 
And that changed on this one Papa John day. Uh, I got the... uh, um, I got pineapple with Canadian bacon, a.k.a. ham. (laughs) And it was delicious. And I don't know why anyone's complaining about it. And I was like, wow, this is... um, It's better than I thought it was going to be because I thought it might be too fruity, I guess, so to speak. I don't know, like, like I, like I thought, uh, I, I knew that I'd experienced maybe some sweet and salty and, uh, some sweet and savory and there'd be some blend, but I thought maybe the pineapple chunks might be too big or I thought there'd be some negative that I can say. It's like, all right, this was okay, but here's the downside and I can see why people don't like it. No, I actually loved it. The only problem I did have is that it was a Papa John's pizza. Wow, you're so shady. But at least I'm true. I'm consistent with all of my views throughout the beginning of this series. Papa John's is still mildly edible garbage. But the reason we chose Papa John's over Domino's... How rough. The reason why we chose uh, Papa, uh, Papa, (laughs) Papa John's over Domino's is because of the garlic sauce, the garlic butter. I definitely had some ulterior motives putting down my foot about this. Um, <clears throat> I had some special butters that I wanted to add to my particular slice of pizza. And um, those special butters and all of their special turpentines, <laughs> <laughs> they... They taste foul. So if you've ever made can of butter, <clears throat> that's what I'm talking about in case you just slow. Um, if you've ever made can of butter, it has a really strong flavor and masking it is kind of a lot of work. And so I was actually trying to find some flavors that would go well with the weedy flavor as opposed to like completely trying to bury it in like chocolate or peanut butter. And like pizza is perfect for this because like the cheesy flavors and the notes in the tomato work really well with it. It 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 was very successful. I figured it would blend well with the garlic butter sauce. It did. It was a success. If you have can of butter, drizzle that man on some pizza. It'll be especially greasy, but you get high. Uh, I'll I'll take your word for it, cause cause I I do not partake in in the can of butter. I know one day maybe I might. Maybe I might just put myself to sleep with 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 some wonderful can of butter pizza. Man, you got to be careful. I was fucked up after that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, apparently I hit it really well, like but like slowly but surely over the la- over like some hours I was I was fucked up way later than I thought I would be. Like, we had that pizza at, like, 1 and, like, 4 to 30. I was just like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? It was terrible. Um, I I added too much butter. I shouldn't have just knocked back the remainder of it like a shot like that. But, yeah, I was feeling bold. Um, I didn't die, so it's fine. Um, I'm gonna have to edit that out that definitely the pop filter is just not my friend but um yeah so uh yeah it went well um I like Papa John's pizza 
it, it, and the garlic butter sauce, you know, minus the can of butter addition is actually one of my favorite parts. Like I, I think Big Belly's not being very fair to Papa John's. He just doesn't like chain restaurants and that's kind of whack of him. Um, I took, <laughs> I took a bite of the pineapple pizza business. It wasn't bad. I'm like ashamed. Well, why why are you ashamed that I've you been like so it? firmly in the other camp? Like, get your pineapples off the pizza. But at the same time, I mean, I guess you could leave your pineapples. Just don't do it around me, man. If you're gonna do it around me, give me a bite. <laughs> don't do it around me, and if you do, let me get a piece. That that is uh, how wonderful. Pardon me, I made some sounds there. Anyway, I intended to just keep eating pizza like all week. Like all week. That, that was the plan. I was just going to fill up on pizza. But I've had a craving. and A cravely craving. And I feel like it still blended well into what we were doing. It unintentionally turned into like a Italian week yeah. over for Belly and the Beast. I had been craving... Uh, sausage, Italian sausage with uh, peppers and onion because I mean I don't really need an explanation of why, I just have but I think part of it's being a Lower East Sider, I'm very close to, uh, to Little Italy, Manhattan's Little Italy probably because my birthday is very close to the San Gennaro feast in Little Italy so I just miss uh, uh, Italian sausage, haven't had it in the three months of this quarantine and I was like okay this seems like my new adventure this is gonna be the thing I try to do and uh, I gave it a shot I found myself a recipe and yeah I, I went ahead and I did that thing it comes from primaverakitchen.com uh, which gave me this great recipe it didn't require much I had my hot Italian sausage uh, I already had onion, red onion and white onion, had some bell pepper, red, yellow, and orange, had some garlic cloves. This was this was really easy. I already had all of the requirements. No shopping required. Yeah, ju just about everything. The only thing we were missing, and I didn't feel like it was necessary, was the red pepper flakes because the sausage was already spicy on its own. Uh, and also... I know that sometimes I tend to put maybe too much spice sometimes because I like the spice, but it's not just me eating. I got to take you into consideration. Oh, so uh, I skipped out on that. But yeah, it's just some little, little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, uh, some chicken broth also went into this. Um, and, I, and I tried to add some basil and parsley towards the end, like not not. You know, just to top it as a little bit of garnish. Uh -huh. And I felt like I put too much. Oh. Like, I'm still getting used to cooking. It may not it may not seem like that to you guys. I don't know, because we're doing this podcast. But I am not an expert in the kitchen. And that means everything in the kitchen. So when I went to put just a little bit of basil, a lot of basil came out. And I was like, no. And so I, you know, had to mix it up just... In a big old bowl, just mixing it up, trying to make sure the basil got everywhere. 
but I just wanted to like sprinkle a little bit on the top so it could look good. I could take a picture and be like, ha. And um, a lot more came out. <laughs> Man, you know what? These Italian recipes be sucking up basil anyway. Like, I found that if you're doing something that's like Italian based, you could spill the basil in there to be fine. Italian hey. people fuck with basil. Yeah, they do. They do. And it turned and your dish turned out so well. Like I have never made that dish before. What is it called? Just Italian sausage. I've uh, never made Italian sausage before, but I've eaten it on several occasions. So when he told me what he was making, like I was automatically super excited. I was just like, Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and I I just got served the meal at the end. I had no idea that he'd spilled the basil. It just tasted perfect. I loved it. In fact, I would like it if you made it again. We should put some spaghetti under it next time. Yeah, oh my goodness. I didn't make a side because there was already some macaroni. And like I was telling him before he made it, he's just he told me what he was going to make. And I'm just like, you should make some yellow rice to go with it. And he was like, no, I don't know. Well, that's the other thing. I'm not one to mix too many cultures of food. Like you asked me to make Ridiculous. yellow rice. And... You know, Italian sausage, to me, it's like, that's not a thing I've ever had before. I would have preferred it topped on uh, on top of spaghetti. I think it would have been great topped on spaghetti. It um, would have been. It also would have worked with the yellow rice. The flavor palettes would have went together super nicely. Next time. Next time, okay? But yeah, bowl of meat was lit. Yeah, bowl of meat with, with pepper and onion was, uh, was not bad. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought, you know, the macaroni we didn't make. Uh, it was, but it was all right. There was nothing particularly special. That was just kind of like a regular staple in the house here. It's like, all right, we got macaroni, not macaroni and cheese, nothing like that. It was no, macaroni, it was and, macaroni meat. and meat. But I tried to like cut around the, the meat cause the meat is normally like ground beef. And I already had my preferred meat of choice, my Italian sausage. Coincidentally, you also had a craving. Uh, you were craving ziti. Oh yeah. I was definitely craving some ziti. Um, and I actually know how to make ziti in my house, but I wanted to use a recipe for reference. So I pulled out my favorite staple, which is um, allrecipes.com. They have the most reviews, and so I'm down with that. Um, so their recipe had um, a prep time of 20 minutes, a cook time of 30 minutes for a total of 55 meat. Uh, minutes supposed to yield 10 servings and I would say it yielded a little more than 10 servings um, it called for one pound of dry ziti pasta one onion chopped one pound of lean ground beef two 26 ounce jars of spaghetti sauce six ounces of provolone cheese sliced one and a half cups of sour cream six ounces of mozzarella cheese shredded and two tablespoons of grated parmesan cheese um the instructions were to bring a large pot of slightly salted water to a boil, add ziti pasta and cook until al dente, about eight minutes, and then drain. In a large skillet, brown the onion and the ground beef over medium heat, add the spaghetti sauce, and let simmer 15 minutes. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Butter a 9 by 13 inch baking pan dish. Layer as follows. Half of the ziti, some provolone cheese, some sour cream, half of the sauce mixture, the remaining ziti, mozzarella cheese, and stir in the remaining sauce mixture. Top with the grated Parmesan cheese. Bake for 30 minutes in the preheated oven or until the cheeses are melted. I did this recipe completely differently. Ha! 
You know me, you know what I'm gonna say. There wasn't enough seasoning, babies. So what I did, and first of all, I've never heard of a ziti made with sour cream. It didn't strike me as correct. Um, in my house, we always make it using ricotta cheese. So I completely scrapped the sour cream and instead elected to use the ricotta. So I replaced the sour cream and with ricotta in a one-to-one -one ratio. Um, I sauteed the onion and garlic in, well, actually you sauteed the onion and garlic in the pan until the onions were sweating. Yeah, and I did that, I participated. He did participate, I, I had help. Um, he then browned the meat in the pan and when you brown ground beef in the pan, it releases its own juices. And so at that point, what I had um, Louis do was I had him drain the meat in a colander. Um, some notes on colander safety. Please make sure your food is completely and totally actually drained. My beloved partner tried to take the colander out of the sink before it was finished and some hot oily substance got all over the floor. So don't do that. Make sure that your stuff is drained completely. Practice kitchen safety, folks. So um, after we, after he drained the meat, I swooped in. I put the meat back in the pan. Um, while the meat was browning, we uh, started boiling the ziti noodles. I liked to salt the water and add a little bit of extra virgin olive oil to make sure that the noodles don't stick to each other. Uh, we browned the meat. At that point, I added my seasonings. I added onion powder, garlic powder, salt, pepper, um, some oregano, a lot, a lot, a lot of basil, um, some bay leaves. And at this point, I would also add um, a packet of recipe secrets. The onion mix is just perfect for this. Um, I also added a little bit of parsley and I added some hot sauce. My hot sauce of choice was Jamaican choice. Um, the choice of Jamaicans of which I am one. Um, I dropped that in there. I actually spilled it, but it turned out to be actually the perfect amount of heat. So that worked. Um, I stirred it up. I added in the spaghetti sauce. I added a jar and a half of spaghetti sauce instead of the two full jars of spaghetti. I then re-seasoned it because we've added a new ingredient. It's time to season again. So I added the sauce. I seasoned it again with a little salt and a little pepper and some more onion and garlic powder. It turned out beautifully. I let that simmer until the seasonings combined and the sauce was bubbling a bit it was nice and hot at that point i transferred the meat and sauce mixture into the pot with my ziti noodles please note that i had already drained the ziti noodles and tossed them in a little more extra virgin olive oil um, and added them back into the pot that I did the initial boiling in. So now I have my ziti noodles and my meat and sauce mixture in the same pot. I added my ricotta cheese to the mix. I added um, 
two generous handfuls of shredded mozzarella and I stirred it all up. I know that the recipe from all recipes said that you should layer it, but I don't do that because I find that when you layer it, the cheese is not evenly distributed and I am a lover of cheese. I want every bite to have cheese. So I mixed it evenly so that it would homogenize nicely. I added some more onion and garlic powder. At this point is actually the point when I added the recipe secrets, but I, you know, I, I was inspired. I had just thought of it, but you should add it earlier <laughs> so that it has more time to integrate with the meal and spread the love around. So um, at that point, I had my beloved partner butter the baking dish. I scooped all of the beautiful sauce mixture into the baking dish. I then added my provolone cheese in a nice layer on top and I filled in the gaps between the provolone cheese with um, an even mixture of mozzarella and Parmesan and I added some oregano and basil to the top to finish off my nice cheese layer. I made sure to cover the ziti before sticking it in the oven at, I want to say, 375 degrees. Yes. Um, make sure your ziti is covered. I have made this mistake a bunch of times, popping in a perfectly crafted ziti and uncovered into the oven. Your ziti will dry out. It will not be the best ziti you've ever had. So make sure that your ziti is covered up. So the ziti covered went in on the bottom shelf of the oven. It cooked for a grand total of 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, we uncovered the ziti and moved it to the top shelf so that our cheese layer could get that delicious browning going on. Um, we let it cook for five more minutes and then bam, we had a finished ziti. I'd say the ziti was super good. It needed more seasonings than the recipe said. Let me ask perfect. you a question. Yeah, you had told me off microphone, this is behind the scenes stuff right now. Oh no. You normally don't add provolone. No, um, I've you, never added provolone. Did you find that, I mean, I mean, it was such a small amount. It wasn't like you had this overwhelming amount of provolone. It was evenly but, spread out though. Yes. Did you find that having these different cheeses added something to your ziti yes absolutely um i do feel like the provolone added something i also don't usually add parmesan cheese to the ziti now parmesan cheese is something that i'll sprinkle on the ziti afterwards because not everybody likes parmesan cheese but i do find i did find that both the parmesan cheese and the provolone added something i have definitely been just awoken to the joys of provolone cheese over the last few weeks um the provolone added a bite and a thickness to the top layer of cheese that was just superlative i feel like it really rounded out the flavors in the ziti um I also feel like the recipe secrets, the onion soup mix is not optional for this recipe. Like it took the recipe from this is going to be an all right ziti to this ziti is absolutely perfect and I love it. And that's it. Like you need it. It's good. Do it. How did you feel about it? I really liked it. 
I'm not sure if it was. See, I haven't had a lot of homemade ziti, uh, or at least if I'm getting homemade ziti, it's probably coming from like Puerto Ricans. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 if I'm getting, it's gonna happen at a family reunion or something like that, and it's gonna happen more often than not from other people of color. So I can't really compare it to uh, authentic, I guess, Italian cooking that said, I see the way that you put your seasonings in. I see the way that you put rosemary in. I see the way that you put uh, uh, the, the recipe secrets onion in. And this was definitely the most unique ziti I've ever had. I've never had a, a, a ziti like this. And it was really fucking good. My ziti no, is the best ziti I've ever had. Like <laughs> people can't. This is like people can't touch my ziti. Like, uh, like no. If you didn't taste my ziti, you just missed out, bro. It's the best ziti, the yeah. best. I, I think restaurant quality all the way. I, I I think your your seasoning palette, so to speak, it really makes the ziti stand out because I think for tell a lot me of places, more about my eyes. <laughs> I think, I think when it comes to ziti, a lot of times the cheese is the star or the sauce is the star and there's no reason why they shouldn't be. They're absolutely a star. But I think when you make ziti, the, the spices that you're adding in are definitely what shines through more than anything else. And, and they complement the cheeses, yeah. so it's really no issue. Yeah. Unfortunately for me... When I see food, I got to eat it. And I don't think too much about my own personal safety. And so I found myself having burnt the roof of my mouth or the tongue or something like that. Yo, he didn't I even did wait one second before eating the ziti. So I, I popped did. the ziti out the oven. <laughs> I put the ziti on a plate. There was no downtime between the oven and plating the ziti. We was hungry. I'm out here blowing on each spoonful like somebody was sensed. This man just pops it into his face and it's just like, <laughs> like a <Yeah>. real man. <laughs> and uh, we know it, it worked. The food was good. Uh, and I got to say, since I recovered from the burning, I had both the ziti the next day. I also had my sausage and onions and peppers the next day, too. I felt like both those things tasted better the next day. Oh, yeah. Ziti was definitely better because I didn't have a burnt piece of mouth, and so I could really get all the flavors and enjoy the textures without... What thing? Um, the, so, the Italian sausage tastes better because whatever was left over had another day to just spend soaking in uh, uh, onions and peppers and, and whatever juices it was cooked in. So I thought it was even better the next day. Um, un- uh, unfortunately, you know, you get. You, I don't think you can really get a recipe for Alicia's. Alicia just gonna describe it over the podcast to the best of her ability. You could pro- you you could find her uh, blueprint, uh, so to speak, her guiding her her guide the skeleton to her meal where she added everything else on her own. Yep, that recipe, like, the recipe that is on allrecipes.com and the end result of how I cook the ziti are two 
completely different recipes because I already knew how to make ziti. Like, this is something that my family just passed down over time. They're just like, you want to make a good ziti, you got to season it. You want to make a good ziti, you got to use ricotta cheese because that's how the Italians do it. Give it up to the Italians. Us black folk didn't invent ziti. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and but at least now you at least have a little bit of the secret of adding the uh, recipe secret. Recipe secrets, yeah. Onion flavored. Yeah. There you go. It's yeah, important. the onion one is really good. I also like the golden onion, but the the regular onion edges out as the as the superior soup mix there. Well, before we head out, is there anything that you want to add? Let these people know. I am ready to eat again. I didn't have nothing else to add, bro. I don't. We All did right. it. We talked about it. It was Italian week here at Belly of the Beast. Yeah. So, and, so did they survive it? I think they survived it. Yeah, yeah. You have survived another episode of Belly of the Beast. You can like, subscribe, share, and follow Belly of the Beast on our various pages. Lewis, why don't you roll off those pages? Well, I already told them in the beginning, but if you didn't catch it, that's uh, Belly of Bob on Instagram and Twitter. That's Bob's Beasts on Facebook, or you can just look it up, do a search, and the Facebook page will appear. Uh, you can hit me up directly on Twitter at Lewis or Brandon. You can follow me on Medium. Go ahead. My Medium articles are good. <laughs> it's A Smith 101 for and yeah just hit us up let us know what you think uh share like subscribe as alicia already mentioned and until next time thanks for listening